Welcome to Sure Jan Podcast. I'm your host, Janice M., where we'll be talking about what it's like being single and dating in your 20s and 30s. So let's get some wine and popcorn and get real about what it's really like. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sure Jan Podcast. I'm your host, Janice M., and I hope everyone out there is having an amazing day, amazing week. And if you aren't, I am sending you positive positive vibes. What's going on, everybody? Happy, happy day. Um, I have a special, special treat for you guys today. I have a master erotic massage coach, Lee Jagger, on the show today. And I'm so thankful and happy um, that Lee decided to be on the show and accepted to be on the show. So it just it's amazing. I'm super, super thankful. Um, it was like a journey to get like this episode going. Um, literally it it took, I feel like it was like about a month. Um, and just back and forth communication, but communication is key. Um, but we were going back and forth and, um, I am so happy finally, um, after like, I would say one or two cancellations, um, finally we're here. I'm able to release this episode. Um, we had such an interesting talk. She kind of tells us how she got into this, um, and kind of what she does, um, and like her, some techniques, she does give us some tips. Um, it does get fun, um, when she digs deep on like kind of how, like what a happy ending includes. So I was super curious of that. Um, and I hope you guys are ready for this episode. So, um, without further ado, here's my episode with Lee Jagger. Hello, everyone. I am with a special guest today, Lee Jagger. Lee, if you want to say hello to the listeners. I'm so happy to be here. This is awesome. The listeners don't know we've been back and forth a lot. So um, you've just made the anticipation grow. It's like (laughs) sex. You know, the more anticipation, the better. So yeah, this is awesome. (laughs) I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) I am too. So for you guys, like kind of give you guys like a little bit of the background story. This has been like, I think this has been ongoing, maybe like a month maybe a month and a half that we've been trying to like schedule this. Um, yeah. And it's all me. It's not Lee. It has been all me. Um, (laughs) so, you know, some things are worth waiting for. Right, right, right. (laughs) Right. Um, okay. So you are an erotic massage coach. Tell me how, like you got into this, like what made you get into this? Oh my gosh. So um, it's kind of, it's a juicy story. I did not go looking for this. It's okay. not like I, I'm like, oh, you know what? I think I want to go do this for work. Um, no, uh, I, I, before I ever did this work, I was a sexual wallflower. I did not know how to touch a man's body. I, I was... Oh very selfish in the bedroom. I was really great at receiving all of the pleasure, the foreplay and all that yumminess. But when it came to reciprocating, oh my gosh, I had no game, not not an A game, B, C, D, E, no game, no game whatsoever. (laughs) And so 
I would rather be looked at as a selfish lover than incompetent in the bedroom. And so, um, fast forward, that was, that was de- decades of my sex life. And I was at a point in my life in my mid forties where I had been homeless, uh, for a year and a half with my young son. And, uh, at the time I took a step up and I was living in the, the living room of a hoarder. <laughs> oh, that's Thank a God. whole different story. <laughs> and then, and I, I placed an ad on Craigslist for, for just regular therapeutic massage. And this lady answered my ad and she said, Hey, I just bought this massage office and I let go a bunch of girls who didn't know how to do massage, but you look like you know what you're doing. Have you ever thought of erotic massage? And I'm like, uh, that's what a happy ending, right? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh God, no, that's so not my dealio. Like, I didn't know, I didn't know what to do with a penis, right? There's no way I could charge for that. So, right. um, and plus I thought, oh my God, the kind of like old creepy dudes that would seek out such services, mm-hmm. <laughs> heebie-jeebies. Right. And so, but she threw out a dollar figure of what women typically made per massage. I'm like, what? Cause I'm literally, literally hungry. I right. was so broke. And, and, you know, as a mother supporting your son, Oh my gosh, like you'll do anything for your kid. And I, I'm feeling like a total failure as a mom. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you know what? You can take one for Team Jagger here. You, you can, you can suck it up, do anything for a couple of weeks just to get ahead. So I right. went in and, um, I did a forehand massage where a seasoned pro was on one side of the table. I was on the other side of the table of this client and mm-hmm. she kind of, showed me the robes. She took control. I was just kind of following along. And um, and it turned out it wasn't that bad. That first guy on the table was not an old creepy dude. He was okay. hot. Oh, hot. okay. He was like <laughs> early 30s, gorgeous body, um, smart, funny. Like I would ask this dude out. He was smoking. And I'm wow. like, oh my God, is it, are these the clients that we get to massage? <laughs> okay, this might not be so bad. Right. And and the happy thing, she didn't do anything crazy awesome. I'm like, uh, okay, maybe, you know, guys are easy. Just touch it any old way. It's going to work out. He's going to have an orgasm, right? And right. so I'm like, hey, so can I come back tomorrow and do another forehand? And she said, well, actually, I'm double booked right now. Can you take this other guy? And I'm like, uh, like by myself? <laughs> I did not feel that ready. But she's like, ah, you got it. Just, you know, fake it till you make it kind of thing. And so right. I went in. Dude number two, old creepy dude. I'm like, ah. <laughs> and she went into the room with some like young 40s, like a Marlboro man looking guy, hot again. And she gave me the old creepy dude. My God, great. But I'm professional. I'm thinking, Lee, stop prejudging. He's, Mm -hmm. he's probably, he hasn't been touched in years, probably. You never know this guy's story. Everyone deserves love. So I'm, I'm going along. He has no interest in conversation. He, like, zero rapport is built. Halfway through the session, he jumps off the table unannounced, says, okay, you get on the table. I'm going to massage you now. And I'm like, what? what the hell 
just happened? And and the room is locked. No one can bust in. Like, like I am, I'm feeling really vulnerable, really scared. Somehow mm-hmm. I get him back on the table and I realize, oh my God, Lee, you didn't specify any kind of boundaries. You don't even know what your boundaries are. You can't articulate them. You can't enforce right. them. Like, wow, look at how, like that was indicative of my sex life. I just went right. along with whatever the guy wanted. I didn't, mm-hmm. I had no voice in the bedroom. I had no preference. I had no initiative, assertiveness. I right. had no control in the bedroom. So I thought, oh, you know what? This this is big girl panty time. This is a really good opportunity for you to step up in mm-hmm. intimate situations like this and learn a whole lot about yourself. Wow. And I ended up doing that work for six years. And 2,000 penises later, I got really good at taking control in the bedroom. (laughs) And I was no longer a sexual wallflower. And I realized partway through, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, look at how far I came. My sex life was completely different after that. And I realized, okay, so my sex life would have been different for decades and much Mm -hmm. better for decades. Had I known this, had I had someone like me to teach me back in my 20s, and I'm like 52 now, and right. and I thought, okay, I can't be the only one. What if I could be the teacher for those those women out there suffering in silence in the bedroom and feeling totally disempowered? And so right. that's why I created Rock the Bedroom, uh, is to educate women who are just like I was. and. Right. And give them a hand up in the bedroom. So I right. thank thank God for unsolicited uh, <laughs> offers of a happy ending job. <laughs> right, right, right. That's how oh I got involved. Okay, so <laughs> speaking of happy endings, if you want to like, I know like I know what a happy ending is, but if anybody out there does not know, could you explain to us what a happy ending is? Yes, happy to. So a happy ending, I actually don't like calling it a happy ending. Honestly, mm-hmm. happy ending is where your hands are on a a man. Well, okay, I'm just going to go women to men, but this is, you know, tables can be turned. A, a man can mm-hmm. give a woman a happy ending too. But so in my case, a woman has her hands on a man's um, genitals and stimulating them in such a way that she gives him an orgasm. And I don't, I, mm. yes, I, part of what I teach in um, my courses is happy endings. Yes. But it's more than that. Like it's, it's all under the umbrella of erotic massage, which is so much more than just a hand job, just like plain old up and down, um, stimulating a guy's penis, like, Fast and Furious is usually, you know, the image that comes to mind for for people imagining a hand job. You know, like watching a guy masturbate. You know, it's just like up and down, Fast and Furious, a way to get him hard or a way to give him an, or- an orgasm. But how right. I teach erotic massage looks nothing like that. It's like I would describe it like a slow Sunday drive on a scenic mm. route. Um like the scenic route of his body and driving along the coast and meandering along all of his curves, you know, and it doesn't have to last a long time. 
it can be mm-hmm. it can be a quickie, but it's got to feel like luxurious and right. um, leisurely and indulgent and sensual. And a woman is in the driver's seat the whole time of that. So it's not right. just like when when women especially think of a happy doing a happy ending. Mm-hmm. That's all for the guy's benefit, but it doesn't seem all that exciting for a woman. It's like, oh, right. okay, you know, get off already so I can stop doing this. Mm-hmm. What I I don't teach women to enjoy that. I teach women to totally change that scene so that you're not doing anything fast and furious. You're not doing anything that feels icky to you. You are rocking his world in a way that makes you, the woman, feel like a goddess. So right. it's, it's a way for a woman to enjoy sexual interaction from with a man as well as the guy benefiting. That's a really long answer to your question. <laughs> no, I mean, it was so detailed. I, I loved like literally every second. So, um, yeah. So like I, I saw like one of your little clips of on your website for your, (laughs) so, um, in one of your videos, you talk about, um, I, you say like, I love mediocre, mediocre sex. Right. And said no one ever, like, what do you define as mediocre? Mediocre sex is, any kind of inter- sexual interaction with a man where it you are not on fire with passion, right. you know, where where you are not like dying to do what you're doing. If it if mm. in my books now that I've tasted, you know the the holy nectar of what sex could be, and the, yeah. the where your sheets are on fire. And you're, mm-hmm. you just can't get enough. Like you're intoxicated with all of the sensations, everything that you're doing, everything that you're experiencing, everything you're making the guy experience. Like once you've tasted that heat, right? that passion, anything else short of that is mediocre sex. And I find that a lot of women are having mediocre sex. I know because, oh my gosh, over COVID, when people are really trying to like up level their relationship because their honey is in their hair 24 seven. And right. when everybody was in lockdown, people were looking to fix their relationships. Um, cause there was no respite, you know, when guy goes off to work or you go off to work or whatever, you get some space. When you don't have that, then you realize, Oh, wow, we got to work on some stuff or this is going to go down, downhill fast. And at rockthebedroom.com, we had like 14 X our traffic over COVID. Like it was just, it was crazy how many women are out there going, putting up their hand going, yeah, mediocre sex. That's exactly what I'm having. In fact, mediocre right. sex is what I'm reaching for. Cause my sex is like non-existent. So <laughs> let, right. let's pick it up a notch. So right. yeah, I, I am, I'm out. I'm on a mission to eradicate mediocre sex and obligatory sex as quickly right. as possible. Right. I feel like that's that's so true because I feel like especially during quarantine and like you're literally with your significant other and like you guys are just in each other's faces all the time. I feel like, you know, you need to do something to spice it up because if you keep having the same type of, you know, 
keep having the same type of sex, you're going to start to be like, all right, I'm bored of this. Like, I don't even want it. Then you're just going to stop having sex with your partner altogether. And then that can even cause even more problems. So yeah. Or yeah. worse, you or your partner ends up going outside of the relationship for a little bit of variety. Right. The guys right. on my table, those 2000 guys on my table over those years, most of them were with a significant other. And they, mm. they wanted, they were either not getting any affection at home right. or they, they weren't getting any kind of variety. Mm. So, um, yeah, that, that was a, a big reason why I decided to teach all this stuff for women to do on their guy at home is to put people like me out of business. Right. So that, so that, <laughs> you know, the guys don't have, um, don't have a desire to go outside of the relationship because they're looking at their woman like she is a goddess and he knows right. he can't get anything like this anywhere else. Right. Like, I'm not even kidding you. I had so many clients say, oh my gosh, you've ruined me. Like what happens in my <laughs> bedroom doesn't even come close to the, I, you're touching me in ways I don't, I don't even know what you're doing. It feels like you have eight, like you're an octopus. You got eight hands going on because no one's ever touched me that way. Right. So when a man is getting that at home, oh, he's not looking anywhere else. Like, honey, right. you own the bedroom <laughs> when, when you get good at erotic massage <laughs> and right, the guy's right. Oh my God, this is better than sex. Yeah. Mm. I've heard so many guys say that this is better than sex. And you would think that sex is the pinnacle, the ultimate outcome that men are after. And yeah, mm -hmm. it usually is until they know something else until they okay. realize there is something. So yeah, it's powerful <laughs> stuff. Yeah. I mean, okay. So let me, let me ask you this, right? So <laughs> if so a girl, a girl like you, like say I'm, I'm like Lee in this situation, like you're speaking to like yourself on how you were, like, what do you do like with your, with these women? Like, how do you give them so much confidence that they're like exuding it while they're like giving these massages? Like what, what type of things are you saying to them for them to be like, I got this, I'm rocking this like massage. Like he's not going to want to leave me after this. That's that is a brilliant question. And I would say I um it's not what I say to them, it's what I show them. Um it's really actually Jen, it's so simple and so easy. It's like you could take one or two of my techniques mm. and completely drive your man wild. Okay, so I'm going to say right now. So at rockthebedroom.com there's a free resource for ladies. It's called right. Drive Him Wild, and it's one touch. You do this one touch on your guy, and when you're standing there watching your guy squirm under your touch and make him moan on demand, stop him in his yeah. thoughts. Like if, he've, if he's in the middle of telling you something and you do a little little spicy move on him that, that I yeah. show you, and it mm -hmm. like derails his thought and he can't even, he can't even remember what he was saying to you. Like you have that power in the bedroom. Right. Welcome inner goddess. Like, <laughs> you know, it's really hard to not feel confident AF when right. you have that kind of control over your man's pleasure, where you are the catalyst to his, him seeing God. 
<laughs> you know, right. like he's rolling right. his eyes back going, oh my God, no, no one's ever done that to me before. And looking at you like you're a sex goddess. Mm-hmm. There you go. That That is the recipe to feeling like, like a level of confidence that you've never felt before. So it's not so, yes, there's a lot that I teach women, but it's mm-hmm. it's me just showing women like just one little technique will start to change everything. It's just right. being shown how. So I really encourage people to get that free resource, man, because it you look at it and you're like, ah, this isn't going to do anything. It's so right. simple. That's so easy. There's no way that's going to have a massive effect. Oh, my God, do it. Just do it. Right, Prove right, me wrong right. And tell me that your guy doesn't totally squirm. <laughs> right. Okay. So, like, for girls like me that, like, well, I, I feel like a lot of my listeners are single. Um, so, like, yep. how, how do you, like, go about this? Like, obviously, this is these men are not my men. <laughs> They're just, you know, whatever I want them to be at that, that time. But like, like, what do you say to like these single women out there? Like, do they like, what do you do? Like, what are the advices that you get them? Right. Well, and I have, I have a lot of single ladies as clients and what I do when, um, when they join one of my programs, um, I send them a dildo. It's a really good one. (laughs) And And I like I so you can practice at home a few little techniques. You're going to go out on a date and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this and this and this. I'm going to do guacamole. I'm going to do peas in a pod and I'm going to do pizza pocket. I've named all of my techniques after food. And so you decide (laughs) so you can remember them. And and I'm a foodie anyway. So so you just thought, okay, I'm going to do these three things on my date. I'm going to like blow this guy's freaking mind. And you don't want to practice on your date. Right? right? Like you want to be kind of good at mm-hmm. these techniques before you get to that date so that so that you're not fumbling around in the bedroom. No one likes to look bad in bed. That's the whole reason why I teach my stuff so that, that you can facts. feel confident. <laughs> if, right? If you feel if you feel like, oh, my God, I, I'm totally sucking right now. That is not right. a recipe for confidence. So Mm-mm. so, yeah, you practice on a dildo. They're super easy, but it, it getting working in the muscle memory. really helps. And with my coaching programs, I actually, I have, (laughs) we do it over zoom. So, so that they can actually see me demo. Okay. Here's how you do this and watch out for this. Don't do this. Make sure you do this, you know, go this Mm -hmm. fast, squeeze this hard, blah, 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 all the details. And then you get to practice it a few times and then go on your date and then you're relaxed. Then you're sitting across the table from your date, not thinking, Oh God, I hope he likes me. Oh my God. I, I think we're going to go back to his place. I, I oh, how's this going to go? You're not thinking that. Right. You're thinking, oh, big boy, you are going to like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and then your mind chatter is just like it slows down. You're relaxed. You're that confidence. It sounds like a cliche being confident mm-hmm. until you are. Right. When you are are confident it's just like you realize you are the queen and you can Mm -hmm. choose any king any guy who gets a load of you in the bedroom is not going to want to let you go 
One of my clients, she said, I think it was like her third date with this guy or something. She did an erotic massage on him. She only just started what she was planning on doing. Mm -hmm. And um, he said the words, and I quote, what are you doing for the next 50 years? (laughs) Like, like, (laughs) dude was in heaven. Oh, my God. (laughs) So. Yeah, if you want to if you want to make a good first impression in the bedroom, oh heck yeah, single ladies. Yeah, you just practice at home and it, everything's demoed on like video and stuff. So, right. It's not like I send you diagrams or I'm demonstrating on a cucumber. Like it's a naked man, a penis filling your screen, so there's nothing left to the imagination. You're not guessing, ah, what is she doing? She's like blurring out this this here. No, nothing's blurred. Right. It's it's all right in your face, but it doesn't feel like porn. Mm-hmm. You know, like nothing I do feels like porn because there's enough of that out there. Right. My stuff is classy and professional and tasteful because I think there's there's an element of respect. When, when, mm-hmm. when this subject matter is approached with a level of respect and um, classiness, then it changes how you are in the bedroom. It's not all bow chicka wow wow. It's it's a level of care that is greatly increased. Like this is this is pampering your man like he's a king, not just whacking him off. There's a difference there. And right. so, um, so yeah, all my stuff is very, it's very tasteful. I had an Orthodox Christian, um, preacher dude from down South. Wow. Uh, Atlanta actually. Um, he attended my, uh, my last live event and I have another one coming up on the 21st, by the way, it's awesome. Got to check it out. But this guy preacher came to my last event with his wife and I'm like, oh my God, what the hell? How's this right. going to go? Right. Orthodox. Right. Christian preacher. Those are three words that don't usually go with my stuff. Right. And he totally, at the end of the event, he totally blessed me. He said, your work is the work of God. And I'm totally acknowledging that God works in many ways and Mm -hmm. you are doing God's work. I'm like, what? What? So you know the stuff is tasteful if it, if a preacher is right. endorsing my stuff. So that that was that was a really fun validation that that my stuff isn't raunchy. There's enough of that out there. Yeah. Right, cuz you don't I mean listen, when I feel like when we're us as like women or whatever, if you like watch porn and you just kind of see like what they do in porn and you try to like recreate stuff like that and it just doesn't really come off I don't know as confident as like you wanted to or you're just trying to like play a part that that like you know you're trying to live up to this porn star when like it's like no (laughs) you know what no and it's like it's entertainment but I would Mm -hmm. not say that porn is educational right even the porn stars do not do that in the bedroom Right. They don't do that in the bedroom. That is all entertainment. That is all right. being directed. Uh, and they are given lines and they're told what to do. But honestly, it's I wouldn't say it's educational. It, it, it's entertainment alone. That period. That's that's it. Um, yeah. And it, it just gives an inaccurate representation of what what sex is like. You can have sex 
And you can have intimacy, but you put intimacy into sex and then you have something mind blowing and porn is anything but intimate. Usually the only two body parts that are touching are a penis and a vagina Mm -hmm. and, and no other part, you know, like so that they, they do that purposely so that the camera can get in there and show what's going on. Right. But when you're in bed, there's so many more parts that should be touching and caressing and stroking and kissing and licking, you know, so porn, throw it out the window as far as education. (laughs) That's my advice. Don't try to imitate porn. It's just, (laughs) it it might get you in the mood or, you know, get you a little bit horny before the guy comes home or something, but really just don't use it as, as a, as an example of what to do, because yeah, you just can't live up to that. And it just comes off as um, corny. When you, when you do. It, it does. So there's like sometimes there's like porn situations where it's like a th- they're like doing massages and then it like leads to sex or whatever, like stuff like that. I'm like, this is not <laughs> this is not the way to go. So like like this is this yeah. is good because like educating yourself and like kind of learning a technique from an actual professional instead of like because like like people that do porn, they're actresses and that, you know. They're actors and actresses. So it's not like they're like, oh, yeah. And they don't like they actually know, you know? No, they don't. They've just been given direction. And, and yeah, all everything that I have looked at when, when I thought, okay, maybe I could teach this to people what Mm -hmm. I know. Like, is this already being taught? I don't know. So I looked and I can't, I cannot find anywhere. I have like over 69 techniques just for the happy ending part. And there's so Mm -hmm. many other, you know, like when the guy's face down on your bed, oh, that's the juiciest part because you can reach under his body and get at him from behind, from angles and in ways that he's never felt before. Right. When I'm with a guy and I want to treat him to an erotic massage, Mm -hmm. he does not start face up. Oh, no, 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 no. He starts face down because that's the juiciest part. And no one ever shows that. And I have so many ways to reach under his body and under his hips and between his legs that uh, he's never felt before that are even better than face up happy ending stuff. More often than not, guys on my table, when I was doing the one on one with the guys, they would have an orgasm face down. They couldn't even wait till the last 10 minutes face up. Oh, no, no, no. Wow. They, they, no, because it was so good. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's so good, Jan. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, can I just say, like, when I've watched, like, the way you are, like, breaking down, like, how you do, like, I mean, I know we call it happy endings, but, you know, the way, like, you were describing it, how it's like being portrayed on other like platforms. Like I know um, I just, I watched like the real housewives like franchise and mm-hmm. Denise Richards was on the Beverly Hills like cast. And she was saying that she got her husband a happy ending massage and the way like everybody reacted, it was just like so taboo. Like, Oh my God, like you got a happy ending. Like everybody just was like so appalled and they were like, really kind of like, Oh, that's kind of like weird, whatever. But it's like the way you're describing it, it just doesn't make it sound so like 
gross and it just makes it sound like no. I I've literally I'm glad you mentioned this. I have literally had men cry on my table. Like wow. emotionally overcome because they have never felt such unconditional love and acceptance and adoration. And and like I I've had guys say um you know, like, wow, that last 90 minutes was better than two years of therapy. Thank you very much. Like we have conversations. And so this one guy even said like that last session, that 90 minutes was better than two years of therapy. You know, like there, it, wow. it, it, yeah, it's just amazing what a conversation back and forth can be in, in this intimate setting, you know, usually, usually in the bedroom, there's performance anxiety, you know, like there's the guys trying to perform, the woman's trying to perform, everyone's trying to perform. And, and there's this internal dialogue going on inside of your head that right. is all about, oh, God, oh, I hate it when he does that. Or, oh, is he liking this? Or, you know, there's this, there's a, so much mind chatter going on in in a person's head. And yet, when you're talking in the bedroom and you're discussing what's going on in your head, like it's not so, it's not so raunchy and, and it is still romantic and it's not, some people think words are not so romantic in the bedroom, but it, they really are. Words right. are hot. And, um, mm-hmm. and it, be, it becomes this loving exchange. It's not raunchy or or dirty, or, you know, all those that negative stigma that we've got, um, especially in North America. I mean, anything sex related is laden with guilt and shame and taboo and all that. So, um, right. so yeah, there, it took me a while to come out of the closet and let people know that I did erotic massage because of those taboos. Um, right. And so initially it was really hard for me to come out and, and talk about this stuff. Um, and mm-hmm. I couldn't teach people without actually divulging where I came up with the information with, with these techniques. Right. Um, right. So I just thought, you know what, do you just, you just have to admit what you do. And it's funny. Every time I tell someone, you know, who's, I meet someone new and they're like, Oh, what do you do? And I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Here it comes. <laughs> and I tell them what I do and yeah. not once yet have I gotten someone who um like turned their nose up at me or looked at me judgmentally it's it's right. usually like really tell me more about this stuff oh my god right. and then people like open up and start telling me oh well oh my god i haven't haven't had sex with my husband in like 4 months maybe mm-hmm. i need to talk to you or like and the people just start opening up when when i'm right. vulnerable and i tell people what i do and i explain it in a way that helps them to understand that it's not um, it's not so taboo, then they totally open up. And because everyone's got a skeleton, there are very few people who have like a stellar sex life and, and wouldn't trade it for anything else. Very few. So, so right. when they realize I can help, they're not so judgmental of me <laughs> and, what, right, what, right. and what I did to come. I mean, that was R&D. That was my research to to know, to have this expertise without that six years and all those men, 
I would not know what I now know. And I would not be liberated in the bedroom and be able to help other women become liberated in the bedroom. So I'm very proud of those six years. And I very openly admit that that's how I came. That's how I acquired this expertise. Served a purpose. And it saved a lot of marriages. Let me tell you. That's amazing. (laughs) Helping guys with the relationships at home. Like, honey, (laughs) you're missing it. Okay. This is what you go home right now and you tell your wife this. (laughs) Right. 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 But that's awesome though. Like it's, you know, I feel like, you know, if there's any way to spice up or like, and, you know, entice your, you know, your sexual like experience with your partner, I feel like that's so important because you just don't want to get to a point where you're, you're starting to get bored and things are just not, you know, flowing the way. And like you said, people start to stray away and people just start to, you know, do things that they're just like, okay, like I am not getting fulfilled by my partner. So I need to mm-hmm. fill this void with somebody else or something else or whatever. Um, and I think that's like, that's awesome. Like, you know, we need, we need more Lee Jaggers in the world because that's like freaking, <laughs> that's, that's awesome though. Cause like, I just, you know, I know couples that like, you know, when I talk to them, they're just like, yeah, like, you know, we don't have sex as much as we used to. And I'm like, why not? You know what I mean? Like you guys should, like you're, you love your, if you love your partner and you love like who you're with and you know, like you care about this person, why wouldn't you want to share the, these like experiences with them? Like, why wouldn't you like w- want to not like, I don't know, like block that out. Like, oh yeah, we, we're just like, yeah, we love each other, but we're just not intimate with each other. You know what I mean? That's just like, I think, it, you know, I think that cu- couples, especially in a long-term relationship, you get a little bit complacent and, you know, same old, same old, you don't realize most people, they just don't, everyone, we don't know what we don't know. Right. You know, like, like about 6% is what I know that I know. Like, I know that I know how to drive a car. Very well aware of that. 14% is what I know that I don't know. I am aware Mm -hmm. that I do not know how to do brain surgery. Okay? There's a lot of things I'm aware (laughs) that I don't know. That's 14%. The rest of the 80% of all the stuff it's, I don't even mm-hmm. know that I don't know. Like, I, I, it's not even in my brain that that is a reality, that that thing exists. And with sex, mm-hmm. like, Jan, you don't even know. You couldn't even imagine this, the, the different techniques that I know. And most couples right. don't. They, they, I didn't. Oh, my God. Um. You just don't even know it's possible. So couples are doing everything that they know to spice it up and they get to the end of the line and then they look for porn or they go on Mm -hmm. that spicy Mexican vacation and, you know, reignite the the spark for another two months. And then it goes back to, you know, wah, wah, mediocre sex. (laughs) Exactly. Right. It's it's just a bandaid on a gushing wound. And you know, there was this thing going along around Snapchat. I don't know if you saw it, but the thing was, okay, so tell me you're not having sex without saying you're not having sex. And -hmm. what people were doing, it was a whole, whole thing going around. People were holding up their ring finger and showing Mm -hmm. a wedding band on it. That's how I'm not having sex. 
right? How sad wow. is that? Once you get married, sex declines you know, progressively over the years. That's just the norm right. that we all take for granted. Like, yep, you know, I've been married for 20 years. Of course, the sex is going de- to decline. People just take that as just an inevitability. And it really mm-hmm. doesn't need to be. But it does take effort. You've got to, you know, be willing to learn some new stuff. And it right. is a fun learning process. But yeah, you got to you got to reach out and learn. But a lot of people don't even know that people like me exist. Right. You. That's what I'm saying. We need more Lee Jaggers in the world because people don't know. You know, it's just it's it's one of those things where, you know, when I was explain like people when you when you say like what your title is, right, like of what you do, like uh-huh. you do have some people that are like they're very intrigued by they're like, what is it? Like, tell me more. And then you're like other people that are just like uh what like she like she gives happy endings like what does she do like I don't understand like they don't understand so it's like it's nice to have a guest like you on the show to just kind of like explain what it actually is instead of like you know those taboo of like what were like you know what people are like playing us to be because this is not what this is not what I do at all um there's like it's more in depth it's more intimate it's more like there's more of a connection there when you're doing it with somebody it's not like just like yeah i'm just trying to like like get you off and then i'm like you know gonna well to go be about honest, my day and to be fair there are women out there a lot mm-hmm. of women out there who are doing yep. that job for the money and mm-hmm. uh, just like me, I did it for the money. I will fully, fully admit that. That's how I got right. involved was I was literally starving and yeah. I wanted to put money on the, or food on the table. So I needed money. So yeah, I did do it for the money, but I'm also a perfectionist. And I also wanted to like, I don't like doing anything that isn't fun. Just period. Any, I don't like having conversations that aren't fun. I don't right. like hanging out with people who are all gossipy and and not positive and fun. Um, like I don't do anything. So I made that job fun. And to me, fun was connecting with them. Like, oh, this is a real person. Right. You know, like this, this guy has a life. This guy is coming to see me because he's missing something. So there was a mm-hmm. level of compassion there. Not all women doing that work even considers that like I would hear so many stories from my clients who would say oh my god like I've over the years I've seen like 40 different providers and you were one of two that I would ever go back to like it's just wham bam thank you ma'am kind of thing um Mm -hmm. they they did not care about the client or you know they're they're checking their texts as they're massaging the guy with one hand like they to be fair there are a lot of those providers out there right they just made me look really good (laughs) because (laughs) i treated my clients with as much respect as i wanted to be treated i didn't want to feel like a mechanical blow-up doll You know, it's a very objectifying um, work. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, I was, yeah, a lot of guys came in for the happy ending and then they realized, oh, wow, she's smart. She's a real person. She's a mom. Oh, my God. Like, I'm a real person. Yeah. It's like the Julia Roberts in, um, oh, what was that movie with Richard Gere 
and she's oh, the prostitute. Uh, pretty woman. Pretty woman. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it's like there is a real person beyond her occupation kind of thing. And she was adorable. She was likable. She was, she was a sweetheart. She just happened to be doing that work. Right. So that's everyone out there. I had a huge, I had to break through a lot of um, stereotypes that I had about women who did that work because now I was doing that work. I'm like, Oh my God, Lee, you're a slut. Like how could you be doing? And I totally slut shamed myself. And, and I came to terms with that and realized, oh my God, no, this is, this is so not what you thought it was. It's so not, you know, like I assumed that all women doing that work were like subsidizing a a drug habit or something or, (laughs) or who were totally sleazy or what, like, I just, I did not have a good, a good, um, image in my mind of the type of women who did this work until I walked in those shoes a mile and realized, oh, no, they're, you know, they're just like me. They're just girls who are smart enough to to, uh, realize where the big money is. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) I feel like this is like the not trying to compare you to this, but I feel like it's kind of like a stripper. Like, you know how people like have these ideas of like, what like oh they're stripper oh like yuck but it's like okay do you know what the hell they make a day like they make a lot of freaking money like right and the fact moms. that they're making a lot of and money right. right like they're just real people who mm-hmm. who and I tell you walking into my room mm-hmm. and owning that room and owning that whole that whole scene like I was I was the one in control in that room. I learned right. I learned that over the years how to just really unleash that inner sex goddess when a client came in. And oh my god, I've never felt more powerful. I've never felt more liberated just mm-hmm. like that stripper on the stage. She's dancing and she is in control of every single guy who's looking at her. Right, she's right. she's pulling all the strings. She's going to get the lap dances. She's going to get the tips. Like she, mm-hmm. that is a very empowering job. Right. Because you hold all the power. Women, oh my God, women, we have so much power that, that we are not acknowledging and not utilizing. We really do. I had so many guys on my table say, oh yeah. You, you realize you're totally in control right now. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> right, right, <laughs> That's right. Exactly. The click case. I'm glad you acknowledge that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Th- this is me. This is all me right now. <laughs> this is all me. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to make you feel like a king. And so it is so fun helping women to step into their big girl panties and put on that crown, you know, like right. really. And, there's ripple effects to that. Like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. so you're awesome in bed and you you feel confident and in control and creative and playful and, and all that. Great. But you take, like, that's just who you become. That's not just a hat you put on. That's just who you right. become. So out in the world, you know, some guy at work is trying to bully you or something or your boss is being a, an ass or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you now have the confidence to step up and express yourself and take care of yourself and stand up for yourself. Um, right. you, you're just, you're not a victim to any man after that. 
or any right. intimidating situation because you are now this goddess in and out of the bedroom. And right. that's fun. That's right. Like a guy cuts me off in a grocery store lineup or something. The old mm-hmm. man would have just sat there, been polite, not make a scene, totally fuming, totally resenting that dude, totally judging him. Right. But I wouldn't say anything. But now mm-hmm. I will say something and not in an obnoxious way, but in a, in right. a very much in control, very, mm-hmm. um, very assertive, polite and almost teasing way to make, to make him, uh, to get to, I want to say get what I want, but it, that has a negative connotation, but basically not get, not get walked on, but also right. still honor the guy so that he's not shamed. You know, there is an art to that. There's an art to that. Right. To control right. your situation still... without being right. an ass, you know? And so th- there's a, there's a lot of ways that a woman can learn how to say no in the bedroom, how to ask for what she wants in the bedroom, how to direct what is happening so that she she is more in control of what is happening in a way mm-hmm. that the guy is just like lapping it up. He's not being mm-hmm. around. He's not being directed. He's not being intimidated by you, but he is happy to do everything that, that you want. There is an art to that. And that's what I teach. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that's actually amazing. Um, so I, also, <laughs> so like, I heard that, um, you don't really like the word foreplay, right? Yeah. Why is that? So, okay. I love foreplay. I just don't mm-hmm. like the word foreplay because okay, for play, like, it's like, okay, this play comes before mm-hmm. The other stuff like this is just right. a pregame show to the main mm-hmm. event is what that right. word insinuates in that foreplay is just a means to an end. The main the main event right. is intercourse. All right. All lead all roads lead to sex, which people usually think of sex. They, they think of intercourse, putting a P mm-hmm. in a V. <laughs> right. And right. Foreplay. Like if, if you're just uh, if you're just going for sex that's where sex gets really boring Mm -hmm. but if like foreplay is oh it's so delicious and all the teasing and all the kissing and the licking and the massaging and the all all the all the stuff that is under the umbrella of foreplay that's the juicy stuff man so not the intercourse doesn't have place that feels mm-hmm. good too, but intercourse without some kind of foreplay, some kind of lead up, warm up, like okay, we're basking in this for a while, we're we're stretching this out for a little bit. We're gonna, I'm gonna enjoy your body. I'm not just gonna fuck it. Pardon my language. Right. I'm going to no, adore you swear it. away. <laughs> you know, like I'm not just gonna bang you. I'm going mm-hmm. to love on you. I'm going to pamper you. I'm going to bask in all of these sensations. I'm going to adore every curve of your body. There's reverence in that. And for me, foreplay is like the juicy stuff. So I call foreplay juicy time. Ew. 
yeah, because it's juicy no. and it's yummy <laughs> and it's it's so delicious. And so, yeah, foreplay, not a fan of of that term because it kind of diminishes what that part of the intimacy in the bedroom can be. Just like, you know, uh, people assume if you were to call my stuff just a hand job, that would really diminish and and um, cheapen what it is that I teach. It's more than just a hand job. You know, it's, right. it's caressing, it's adoring, it's it's pampering your man like the king that he is. Right. Um, so, so yeah, foreplay, we got to change that word. <laughs> yes. Bring I'm going to, I am going to start saying that from now on, like, right. I'm like, we need to do some, we need to have some juicy time right now. Like this needs to happen. <laughs> like, right. Ace that. I'm going to turn that right. down. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're like, what the hell is juicy time? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Juicy time. <laughs> right, right. I mean, that sounds actually more appealing than freaking foreplay. So I'm, I'm all about that. I'm all about that. I'm like, eh, do I want a foreplay or do I want juicy time? Juicy time sounds yeah. like, it sounds a little bit, you know, it sounds more, run- I don't know. It sounds like more sexier. It just is like, I don't know. Right. If somebody said like, oh, let's have some juicy time. I'd be like, oh, what the hell is that? Like, I'm like more intrigued <laughs> into what the hell that is. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh, so, so good <laughs> so for um <laughs> so for like my female listeners out there what if you can okay so if you can give them a little bit of a teaser right of to spice up their love life just so like kind of want to you know show them a little something, something before they like go on your website and like fully be like, yeah, I'm all about this. What would be like something like, give me a little bit of a teaser okay, or like something a little that trick everyone could do. Okay. If you do nothing else, um, if you do nothing else in the bedroom, mm-hmm. do this and it will change everything. So whatever you are doing in the bedroom, whether it's the the thing on my website or or whatever you're already doing, slow it down. So when you think you're going slow enough, go slower. So so whether you're giving him a massage or whether you're stroking his penis or or whether right. you're doing a, a little a, like a feather touch all over his body or whatever it is that you're doing slow it down. Repeat after me. Slow equals moan. Mm. (laughs) Slow equals moan. So like, for example, and this sounds very trivial, but trust me, this makes all the difference in the world. I had this guy for the entire six years. Like I think I, he came to see me about a month after I started the erotic massage stuff. And I saw him every week or two for six years. Mm -hmm. I knew his body in and out and I did pretty well the same thing. Like my thing, my stuff evolved over the years and it got better and better, but it was basically Mm -hmm. the same routine. Right. And one day when I really got the whole slow thing, I like, I did the exact same thing, all the same techniques, but I slowed everything like way down, like slow, mo slow. And 
he was like, what are you doing to me? That was totally different. <laughs> like, I, that was epic. You've never done that before. What was that? You just, wow, what happened? All I did, I did the exact same techniques. I just slowed everything way down. Right. And that felt completely different. He was squirming out of his skin. He almost couldn't handle it. He almost couldn't handle it. Um, and how I how I discovered that one day is, is uh, one guy totally squirmy, like just really sensitive. He's very sensitive. And he was extra mm -hmm. sensitive this one day. And so I'm like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to take it easy on you. So I'm going to go just a little slower. In my head, I'm thinking, mm -hmm. I'm just going to slow things down to just like tone it down for him. Right. It was, it was worse. He, well, worse in a bad way, in, in a good way. Like it wasn't worse. Right. It was like better. He, he was extra <laughs> squirmy. He was like, Oh my God, I can't handle this. And oh I, my God. It, it's cause I slowed everything down. He felt everything even more. So, so for the ladies and men out there, whatever you're doing, if you're kissing, your partner, or if you're like, just like, just petting, whatever you're doing, if you're having mm -hmm. intercourse, if you're, you know, giving oral, whatever you're doing, slow it down. It will feel way better. Right, right. Okay. That's like I mean, the foundation of everything. Just slow it down. I mean, I, I feel like I have a few things lined up this weekend, so I may try that. So I'm excited. And then if I, you know, when I get the praise, I'm like, well, somebody taught me this. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to thank them. And you need to thank them, too, because, you know. Right? Yeah. Oh, well, my God. I, I'm telling you, my... um. So the Rock the Bedroom Challenge is coming up real soon. I will give... I will make you my guest. If you want to come to that, I will, I will let you come as my guest if you want to. Oh my God. I'm actually doing, and that's like July 21st. It's, it's coming up real soon and it's five mm -hmm. days and it's an hour mm -hmm. and a half a day. And one of those yep. days is an erotic massage demo. So wow. like, I'm actually going to have a guy on my table to demo live online. Right erotic massage that if you can find a guy to have in front of you, you can follow along with. Oh, Just wow. saying like, Oh my God. Live. <laughs> I'm not going to see you. Don't worry. Like, everyone's just seeing me. I'm not seeing you and your partner, <laughs> but oh yeah, my, God. It's, my live events are very hot. And that way you get the immediate feedback from, from the guy that you're, practicing on and and mm -hmm. you know you don't have to give him an orgasm it's just practice it's just okay i'm going to try a few things out here no perform no performance requirement of from either you or the guy he doesn't have enough right. have to have an orgasm you don't have to give him one but mm -hmm. you're going to try a few spicy techniques that will blow his hair back so oh you're welcome to come as my guest to that. <laughs> I I would love to, I would honestly love to come as your guest. That would be amazing. Um, have you, okay. So during these live events has like, have any of like the people that have like 
um, signed up to be a part of it, have they like commented and said, yeah, when this was happening, yeah, he did orgasm or like something did happen while we were like that had practicing, they were like practicing with somebody for like the, the course. Has that ever happened or like live during the event while they're actually doing the thing? Yeah. Um, I, I have not heard that anyone actually had the orgasm during it. Um, because because of how it's set up, like we really right. let the guys off the hook. Like, dude, you're mm. not expected to perform. I mean, he was right. really turned on and really like, okay, so after the event thing, yes, things got spicy. And some some people <laughs> were like, okay, good, signing off now. <laughs> yes. But um, but when you can let your guy off the hook. Right. To perform, to, to perform, to have an orgasm, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's some, there's, that's where the magic is actually Mm -hmm. when he doesn't feel expected to perform in any way. Um, Mm -hmm. oh my God, like the satisfaction that comes from that where he can just relax and enjoy and he doesn't have, there's not a, okay, you know, you got one minute on the clock. You better make something happen. Like he's not feeling that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jan, like that, the magic happens when you can get your guy into that frame of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, then like I've had guys with erectile issues. I currently have a mm-hmm. client whose guy couldn't really get it up ever. And they both attended my last live event and mm-hmm. changed everything around. Now he's hard as rock all the time. And it came wow. from letting him off the hook to perform when he's not all Mm. angst out about performing he didn't have a performance problem anymore you know right right that's the magic so um so i really encourage people like do not try to give him an orgasm just give him pleasure and when you can take the pressure off of pleasure Mm -hmm. then an orgasm is no problem right Right. I feel like maybe I feel like maybe like when like when people are like getting into this, maybe like that's the misconception. Like you don't need to always like it just doesn't need to be like the end goal isn't always an orgasm. The end goal doesn't have to be that. So like and I feel like maybe that's maybe that's where, you know, when people are trying this, maybe that's where like the pressure is coming from. Maybe that's like, okay, there's so much pressure on me to like get him off like I want him to orgasm and like or if he doesn't you know oh my god like you think right. in your mind what did like, I oh my do god, wrong I didn't... Oh, right good right enough. exactly right. like there is an end goal and that is pleasure right and there are things that feel so good that are not an orgasm like or orgasmically good that isn't a mm-hmm. big o so so yeah when we can kind of get away from the the um expectation of mm-hmm. all roads need to lead and end with a big o we can when we can get away from that pressure then mm-hmm. massive magic happens you know, right. so, and I teach a lot of teasing, a lot of edging. One of the days is called the art of the tease. It's not mm-hmm. the art of, of racing across the big O finish line. It's called the art mm-hmm. of the tease, like getting them close to an orgasm and then backing them away intentionally. 
<laughs> right, right. And then, and then getting him close to an orgasm, he's just about, and then you back him away intentionally. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. You do that for a while. And then when he finally does have an orgasm, it's like he just blew a thousand brain cells because it's so right. stratospherically awesome. So oh no, God. you are not racing towards a finish line ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, there you can do quickies. Yes. And they're awesome. Right. But even with quickies, it feels like you're basking. So right. yes, I, I highly encourage women to be like, to welcome, welcome to my world. This is the world of pleasure. This is not the mm-hmm. world of, um, societal expectation of, of, or preconceived notion of what sex needs to look like. The sex that I have and the sex that I teach doesn't look like anything you can even imagine right now. So right. um, it's it's better than what you can imagine. You just can't, you've just not been exposed to this stuff. It's so freaking good and liberating and relaxing and to feel free in the bedroom. So if anyone's interested in that Rock the Bedroom Challenge, the five-day thing, uh, mm-hmm. starting on July 21st, they go to rockthebedroom.com slash sign up, S-I-G-N-U-P. And all the information's there. It's a dirt cheap. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's, I, I mean, honestly, the, this, like, sounds amazing. You know what? Like, you know what's kind of weird? I'm, like, I was just thinking about it as you're, like, talking about it. Have you ever watched The Client List with Jennifer Love Hewitt? It kind of, this kind of gives me, like, kind of that type of vibe. But obviously, yours more, like, you're, like, more with the connection, but, like, her was more, like, on the <laughs> raunchier side. But she kind of had a little bit of a connection with her clients, too. So Yeah, I watched the first couple episodes of it, um, mm-hmm. and it was interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if So I'm writing a book currently about my whole experience and how I got involved and uh, what, it, like, detailed experiences of w- what I encountered in my room. Some fun, right. some not so much. And mm-hmm. um, if, if my book ever gets made into a movie, it's going to be way better than that. Oh, my <laughs> it, God. It was good. And I want Reese. I'm putting this out on the airwaves right now. I want Reese Witherspoon to play me in the movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> she would kill I love. I love her. I love I, her. She is just great. I love her. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I could see it. You guys have, like, similar oh, features. I can see it. And, and honestly, like 2000 clients. Yeah. There's a lot of good stories, right? <laughs> we could have a few seasons of episodes of that. If it's not a movie. Right. <laughs> right. Well, so when much. this, when this book gets made, please let me know. I do want to read it. This like, <laughs> I'm just, I may not be able to put this book down with like this juice. <laughs> I may not be able to put this book down. Um, so let <laughs> let me ask you so all right so we're talking about you know what we're doing like for him and like you know if if vice versa if I'm a woman that I'm just like I don't like why do I need to like do stuff for him like why does it need to be about him like I'm the type of person that I just wanted to just I don't want to do stuff for him like it should be about me like I should be the one that's like getting something like out of this like what do you say to like, what do you say to like those people? Yeah. And that's a really good point. So I would say 
you're right. It's it's not your responsibility to rock his world, but it's your responsibility right. to rock your own world. And honey, when you are going along with whatever he wants to do in the bedroom and you're not speaking up and you're not taking control at some point and you're not pushing him down on the bed going, oh, baby, let me just take care of you. Like if you're not getting off on being in charge of that, that situation, then you are not getting the most out of the bedroom that you could be. You are not rocking your own room. So, right. So I would say, yeah, you're not rock. You, yeah, you're rocking his world, but you don't have, this is about rocking your world. It's about right. you getting confident AF. It's about you feeling creative. It's about you knowing dozens and dozens and dozens of ways to blow him away and, and, right. and ro- knowing that you could rock it. It's about feeling playful. It's about, mm-hmm you know, um, up leveling your care. Like it feels good to take care of your guy and to know that you can't get that anywhere else. It's, it feels good to know that you're better than any ex he's ever had. That feels damn good. It, and also honey, when, when you are rocking the bedroom, oh my God. So these words came out of a, a, a male client's mouth word for word. A man would swim oceans for a woman who would do this for him. Wow. Like afterwards, you say, hey, honey, you know those pair of shoes that I really wanted? He's going to cut you off and go, baby, get in the truck. We're going to the store now. <laughs> yes. He wants <laughs> to get back to that sweet spot. So you betcha he's going to want to reciprocate in lots of different ways, including in the bedroom. But like one of my current clients, I just talked to her last night. She said, oh, my God, Mark, like he's buying stuff. He's paying for lots of stuff. They've been together for like eight years as boyfriend, girlfriend. So they're practically married. And she's like, he, right. he and for stuff he never used to pay for. He's like, he he's just, he can't give me enough. Like he's doting on me. Girl, you're oh, getting wow. a lot out of this deal. <laughs> you're getting a lot right. out, of, <laughs> out of becoming very highly competent in the bedroom. It's not just about what he gets out of it. The the woman gets a lot out of it too. Right. And, and out of right. It. Yeah. Yeah. So to the naysayers, yes. Oh, yeah. No, this is this all about is why. him. No, no, no. This, yeah, right, he's going right. to benefit, but this is all about you, girl. Yeah. Right. 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 Oh my gosh. So I saw something that was very, very interesting. And I thought like everybody should know about you give a percentage to your sales, um, to the girl power project. Do you want to tell us, uh, why that organization and what that organization is about? Yeah. Um, I love girl power. So they are all about empowering girls when they feel really disempowered, like in their puberty years, like age 12 to 15, um, you know, you're just trying to, oh my God, you're trying to figure yourself out. There's new hormones raging through your body. And, and it's just, it's crazy time for girls usually. And so they take girls of that age, they totally empower them. It's all through education. So um, especially in like third world countries where marriage is super early 
you know, like the, the way for you mm-hmm. to be taken care of in society is to get married. You got to have your husband take care of you. Well, they're encouraging women to delay marriage and teaching them, like educating them, have, helping them become more economically independent and um, avoiding pregnant early pregnancy. And also education around disease and, and all that, like they're really empowering girls to make smarter decisions, to not see their, um, their worth as a commodity to a man, you know, um, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a really great organization and I really, I love them. So I'm happy to support them and to help them empower girls all around the planet. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm going to I'm actually going to put their information in the show notes. So if like this interests anybody that's listening right now, um, please look at the show notes. I will have their information up so that um, you can like donate if you want to be a part or whatever you want to do with that, because I found that so interesting. I, I love that. I'm all about women empowering women. Like I am all about that movement, even if we're like starting at a young age and just like continuing on, I am all about that. So I, I think that's great. That's great. I I wanted to shout that out. Cause that's like, you know, that's amazing of you. Like that's, that's awesome. Like I commend you. you. I, I mean, I, I have, um, I have felt what it's like to be disempowered. And I have felt what it's like to be empowered. And if I had someone to come along and empower me at a really young age, instead of go through so many years of feeling very disempowered, especially at the hands of men, oh my gosh. Yeah, I want to be part of that. So I'm happy to give back and give help give girls, you know, that leg up early in life, early, early. Right, right. It's always, it's always good to have that confidence, like at a young age, instead of like, cause like, you know, I would say like, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like when we were growing up, it was just, we didn't have that. Like no. for me, I didn't, I didn't have this type of confidence. I feel like now that, you know, I, you know, I just turned th- 31 in January and like, now I'm starting to like gain that confidence. And, you know, I have, um, I had a campaign like that surrounded my merch and was like, know your worth. And I wanted people to like, understand, like, know how worthy you are because, you know, you don't need somebody to be like, oh, you are worthy. Like, no, you need to believe that in yourself. So like, I'm all, I'm like, this is like amazing. Preach. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's just, it's one of those things. Like we don't like, I know, like literally growing up, I, I felt like I needed I needed to be validated. Like I needed a man to validate me, like to make me feel like, you know, if men were like swooning after me or like saying the right things to me, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like then I felt that confidence from that. And I'm like, why do I need this person? Or, you know, why do I need a man to validate me? Well, like, you know, once you have that confidence in yourself, it like is so, it's so much more attractive. Like you're more of an attractive person and you just feel that like, and like you ooze that. So like, I like that. Yeah. I like you and I are yeah. very much aligned that way. Yeah. When you have dialed in your own level of self-worth and that's an ever evolving right. thing really. But when, when you get a taste of that and you're like, oh yeah, this is where it's at. I get to control my level of self-worth and my confidence. That is sexy. Right. I mean, the ironic thing is that that makes you more attractive to the world. 
Right. And you don't need the validation right. of being attractive to the world, but that's what makes you the most Correct. attractive. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it's so it's so crazy. Like when you're young, you're like, what like that's so great. Like teach girls young or teach like, you know, even like the young, like even men too. Like teach boys young, like right. teach this confidence because Yes. You don't need validation from anybody. Like you don't need it. So like, I love that. And I love that you give a percentage of your sales to this, um, this organization. Like that is like, that's amazing. Like, that's awesome. Thank you. I'm all about that. <laughs> I love that. That's, that's something that actually like, it like popped out when like, you know, when, when we were like, we're discussing and then I was like, you know, looking at things on you. And then I like saw that that like jumped out to me, like, you know, I was yeah, like, wow, you got to give back, like, you know, I mean, right. It's everyone, everyone needs a hand up and everyone needs to, you know, like who wouldn't want an older version of themselves to look back and go, oh, you know what, when you're going through this hard right. situation, oh, just hang in there. You're going to get through it. Like you, 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 everyone needs a mentor of some kind. Everyone needs someone right. to, you know, ex- give them some wisdom to help make everything mm-hmm. just a little bit better, a little bit easier, help them get in, right. you know, feel that, that taste of empowerment because there's mm-hmm. a lot of people who will beat you down. So right. I want to be part of the people who build people up. So yeah, exactly. that, that like juices me up to be a part of that organization. Yeah. So thank you for That's asking me awesome. about that. I've it, it built oh, awareness of around course. that organization. <laughs> Of of course, we are. This is a podcast, women supporting women. We're we're all about this. We're all about this. So, um, yeah. Honestly, Lee, this this has been so like educational. I feel like I'm like learning new stuff. I may take you know some of your (laughs) techniques (laughs) this weekend um, with you know with. The people that I'm seeing this weekend. So yeah, just, uh, I'm definitely I'm excited for the free thing. Cause I mean, that's super easy. Yes. Literally. Yeah. You'll look at it and 10 minutes later, you're like, yeah, I got this. You it's, it's right. so easy. It's so easy. Yeah. You'll be able to apply right, it. Right. Weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That, yeah, definitely. So um, everybody just don't fret. I will put all this information in the show notes so like you don't have to like like go back to hear what we're actually saying. So you're like, what what was it? What were they saying? No, it will be all in the show notes. Awesome. So do not fret. It will be there. <laughs> I honestly, I wanna I wanna thank you. Thank you for being so patient with me. I know this is like this was a struggle for us to get oh, to this place. But Dan, this has so been worth it. This is a great conversation. Oh, I'm and, so glad. Um, thank you for being the light in the world to help empower other women out there and, and right, be part right. of that support system and shining your light so brightly. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I appreciate it. And I know I this is going to be a great episode and I feel like a lot of people are going to get a lot from this episode. So I'm like, I'm very fortunate and blessed that I had you on this show. So I thank you. you. (laughs) I thank you. And yes, I, right when we get off here, I'm going to go on that website and I'm going to learn some techniques for this weekend. So (laughs) awesome. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Thank you so much again. You're so welcome.
Okay. So how great was that episode, right? Like, I am so, so thankful. Thank you so much, Lee Jagger. Um, this, I just, I know I'm saying her first and last name like a lot, but like, I just kind of like saying it together. So forgive me. Um, but thank you, Lee, so much for coming on the show. Um, sharing your expertise. Um, and then also if you guys are interested in her live sesh where she teaches you some, you know, massaging techniques to spice it up. Um, I have all that information in the show notes. So if you guys are interested, go to the show notes. I believe it's on her website. So once you go to, um, www.rockthebedroom.com, um, I will have that link in, um, the show notes. So if you guys are super, super interested, um, I would check it out. Um, if you would like to like have Lee as your coach, I honestly, like I would do it. Like I'm sold. I'm like, I kind of have some, you know, some dick appointments that, you know, a girl's just lining up. Um, <laughs> but I honestly like, well, once those happen, you know, you know, I got y'all, I will share the deets so we can talk about it and then go over like all the good nitty gritty stuff. So I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. And I will see you next time. Bye. Mwah.